Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to widestmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Does My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met at a training, and our secret sauce is that we and our partners became fast friends. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for couples therapy. If something you hear in this podcast stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com to leave a question of your own. Our next live workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, will be held online from September 22nd to 24th, 2023. If you want to get closer and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments, this is the workshop for you. Sign up at whydoesmypartner.com slash events. Welcome back. I'm Jules. I'm Rebecca. I'm Vicki. And today's question was called in by one of our listeners. Why does my partner want to get back together with me after breaking up with me basically over seven times? Ouch. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm having a visceral reaction to her voice and the pacing of her words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I make up a story when I hear her mm-hmm. voice about what that might mean, what I'm what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. And I the story I make up, I don't know that it's accurate, but the story I'm making up is that there's hurt and mad mm-hmm. inside of mm-hmm. this question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's similar yeah. to how I'm feeling. Yeah, and I think these situations are always going to um, uh, uh, pull on the threads mm-hmm. of whatever you personally know about mm-hmm. how choosable you are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So if you've ever been through this, uh, you you can feel into the pain um, that our caller is bringing to us today because it's going to bring up whatever your stuff is. Yeah. Around, am I choosable? Am I worthy of being chosen? It's like, it's like a worth question. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and and one that also brings us right down to the fear of being alone, right? Like the, Mm -hmm. that fear of aloneness, it's Mm -hmm. choosability and worth, but it's also like at my core, Mm-hmm. Being alone is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, we're an interdependent species, so being mm-hmm. alone is like literally viscerally terrifying. Yeah, Vic, what were you thinking? You know, when I first heard this, um, from this stage in my life now, luckily happily married, I hear this and I'm like, don't let this keep happening and don't take this person back. Like, how did it hit seven times? Mm-hmm. But the more we looked at this question together and I was thinking about it and put myself back there. There were two boys before my lovely husband mm-hmm. who I was on quite a merry-go-round with. And mm-hmm. um, it was, it's almost like they're, and I'm not, I can't speak for the caller, but it was the like, let me go. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to break up with me, let me go. And by the way, they didn't even break up with me because we weren't dating. It was more like unrequited mm-hmm. crushes, but they, they couldn't just walk away from me either. I am mm-hmm. vaguely in touch with both of them now. So I know their reasons mm-hmm. but to be on the receiving end of that was so painful. Like you both are saying so yeah. painful. And so there's a longing of like, if you don't want this, mm-hmm. go already. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't come back again. Mm-hmm. But then they come back. Well, in some of that, I'm, and I, I really them so do much. want to, I took them back. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah. and I wanted them so much. And I was so afraid I wouldn't be chosen by someone else sometimes yes. is part of that too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true for this caller, but that can often be part mm-hmm. of that. That was and true for me. Can, and it can too be just, you know, I really deeply believe of being in love <laughs> that one person is a real thing. Yeah. And so like, if I have a chance to keep that going, if I'm yeah. really in love with you, of course I'll take you back, but stop breaking my heart over and over again. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to add a little vulnerable touch mm-hmm. in here. And that's that mm-hmm. sometimes we're learning what love is as we go. Like we don't mm-hmm. know it. It's mm-hmm. hard to recognize. It could even be overwhelming right? And so I know inside of my marriage with my husband, I dumped him twice before we got together for the third time, which is the time we're like in many different shapes and forms, <laughs> 17, 20 years later, still inside of. But but there were two early like, no, we're ending this and then starting mm-hmm. again. And then no, we're ending this and starting again. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking about that as like mm-hmm. my young nervous system was titrating and learning something about what relationship is, what love is, what mm-hmm. this feels like, and is it safe, and can I be inside of it? And like, there were so many learnings, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and I had those with other guys before him, and they were different, right? Because like mm-hmm. they were different people, mm-hmm. right? Like I I was exploring and learning, like who am I in relationship? a lot of who I was at that young age was who I was told to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. I was like trying things and not sure of like, do I like this or was I told not to like this or oh, right. right. Like, yeah. So there's so many different kind of yeah. learning edges mm-hmm. and I don't know how old these callers are. I don't know what their lived experiences mm-hmm. are. I don't know kind of like, what learnings about relationships live inside of both of their nervous systems. But I know that inside of Mm. my nervous system at a young age, I was titrating relationship. I was learning something Mm -hmm. and I had to learn it in bits and pieces Mm -hmm. and absorb it and digest it and then be like, Oh, I do want more of that. And Mm -hmm. right. Like, so, Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. was, 
So for your why, if it were you answering the why question, why mm-hmm. do I dump him and then go back? You yeah. would be answering, and probably not. Well, not consciously then. then. <laughs> yeah, let's be I mean, aware of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, years, years later. But now you would say, well, I was learning to be in relationship. I was titrating relationship. And I want to throw out another possibility mm-hmm. about the why, because I don't want to ignore this question. Um around why would this be happening? I think sometimes people do this because they're avoiding grief. Yes. So mm-hmm. maybe they're feeling trapped or maybe they have some commitment stuff like commitment means uh, trapped to them, that it's not the oh, same. Yeah. That commitment and trapped yeah. are one and the same for some folks. Like and the ball so, and chain. Like ball and chain. Silly, silly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I mean, that that, something. that yeah. is this big that phrase for a reason. Yeah. Um, Because yeah. this is not an unusual overcoupling between mm-hmm. trapped and commitment. Oh, um, okay, so let's imagine that that's happening. And mm-hmm. then uh, I'm freaking out because I feel trapped and I break up. Now I'm alone. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified that I'm going to be alone forever. Oh, mm-hmm. so I'm rather than deal with that fear or deal with the grief mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. losing you. I don't want to deal with those feelings. And so rather than deal with those feelings, I'm going to put this problem in your lap and come and beg to get you back. And I don't want us to leave this conversation without acknowledging that that kind of ambivalence hurts a ton. And I think when you're the one doing the ambivalence dance, it can be really easy to get into your experience and not think about how cruel it can be to put this into the other person's lap, how much it hurts mm-hmm. to, I want you, I don't want you. I want you, I don't want you. It's, uh, there's a phrase out there that who knows who said it first. Um, it's been traveling around AA circles forever, but clear is kind mm-hmm. and unclear is unkind. And the idea is that sometimes we get into a, well, I just don't know, and I'm trying to protect your feelings, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll uh, kind of fudge mm-hmm. around what it is that I really want because I'm going to be nicer about it. And yeah. in all of that, whether it's going back and forth or not being honest about what's really going on for you, you end up not being clear and cause more pain than you would have caused. If you Where you just, actually just mm-hmm. told the truth about mm-hmm. what's happening for you. So if you're a person who maybe is learning love in that way, like Becca was talking about, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. maybe is really holding a ton of ambivalence about your relationship. But I'm thinking about different couples I work with who a threatened divorce regularly. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's the same kind of ambivalence. It's not actually breaking up and coming back, but it is a very similar pattern. Yeah, And it it has a cost. It has a huge cost. That's what I want to see you turn on. I want us us to notice Mm -hmm. the cost and I want us to notice like, uh, I'm in this jam, right? Mm -hmm. Because like I have great empathy for like, for, for the, the fact that this is cruel to do to mm-hmm. to do to another mm-hmm. and like understanding something about inside the process uh-huh. of like mm-hmm. like m- the work i was doing as i was like navel gazing 
right? Totally. Inside of that process mm-hmm. was was very much healing and transformative work from the narcissistic background that I grew up mm-hmm. inside of, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, totally. And so there's like there's I this, have so much compassion yeah. for, for why you would for be in pain enough yes. to do this. Yeah. And my challenge mm-hmm. to you if you're doing this is pause out of the internal process for a moment and pick your head up and look at the other yes. person and wonder about if you go back and forth like this, what is this actually doing yeah. to them in their heart? And if you're on the <sighs> receiving end of this, I'm really curious about what would happen if if this person comes back again to say no. I don't want this anymore. What I don't know that I could have done that. Yeah, what you know, would but happen? I see this in yeah, what would you avoid? In so many ways. Mm-hmm. Like I see it in couples mm-hmm. who won't let go. Totally. Yeah. There's right? the same pattern. They're in sometimes... they're they're not they haven't left each other, but they're mm-hmm. not with each yeah. other. Yep. They're not with each other. And sometimes the ambivalence mm-hmm. is happening both directions both, yeah. simultaneously. Yeah. And and what would happen if we say, no, I don't want this? And is that actually less cruel? Right. Mm-hmm. For, well, both because, of yeah, for, I, for both of you. Yeah, but see, you say you couldn't have done it. So I why couldn't not? Because Rebecca and James are the exact reason that I couldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. Because any and let me put it out there. I, if I did not I'm say like, this you didn't yet, even know us then. That, what do you no. mean? Why are you blaming us? <laughs> <laughs> that, um, neither of these boys was a boyfriend. Neither of these boys was like an actual committed, even dating relationship. Mm-hmm. So this was like unrequited crushes. But any time that it would resume, my mind. Of course, I'm not going to say no because this time it's going to last, and this time he's going to marry me. So mm. I'm going to take him back every single time because James was right. The third time you came back, he was right to take you back because that time it lasted and you got married. So I would have gone through that seven eight times. times eight times. Uh, oh my gosh. times. 30 Who, times. You know what? I can't. Okay. So I'd like to mm-hmm. say that, but I still remember the last time. Short version is I got like the invitation to resume the roller coaster with one of them and I didn't. So mm-hmm. apparently I did stop because I'm not married to either of these points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I remember getting the email of like, do you want to go see him again? And I remember reading the email going, and this is how it happens. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not going to go this time. Mm-hmm. So I did finally stop and say no. And then Gabe didn't come along for two years. It's not like and, six months yeah. later I got my husband. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It was, and that was hard. Was it? Was it like a longing to get married for you? Oh yeah, yeah. Mine was always yeah. a longing to get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. just partnering up or a couple. It was like mm-hmm. it was my fix it of my life will be perfect when I'm married. Oh, it's I'm close, so sorry that didn't way. happen for well, it's, you. It's not a hundred percent perfect. You both know, like there are there are a lot of issues in this house. There are a lot of issues in this house. Yeah, seriously, yeah, totally. Um, but it did solve. It did solve a lot. Unfortunately. It did. It did so well. No, it can't. But the thing is, like, I think sometimes, mm, sometimes I think uh, there's this quote from Cheryl Strayed. It goes like this Be brave enough to break your own heart. Oh. And I think that really can apply in a situation like this. If this feels like it's on your not okay list, this behavior. Mm hmm. Then, you know, if you want to take him back again, take him back again. Mm-hmm. But if it's really on your not okay list, then maybe there's a boundary here. Yeah. It's like, hey, being with you is totally okay with me if we're actually in this. 
But I got to tell you, you break this off again, there is no coming back next time. This is a boundary for me. But that means I have to be brave enough to break my own heart and I'm Mm going to go through the grief, you know? Yeah. So I don't um, have any, uh, there's nothing in me that has any judgment about saying yes again and again. (laughs) And I do want to hold you gently and maybe a U-turn into your own truth about is it is it okay for you to go back and forth or is it really not? And if it's not, to to hold you in the grief of what that means for you. Mm. And if it is, know that that's okay too. Yeah. Maybe the back and forth is resolving something for you as well. Like there's a reason mm-hmm. that that's okay. Yeah. So that's okay. Oh, yeah. It's not for me to say whether it's right. wise or not to take someone back who's doing this. I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not for me to say, but I, I think I think that um, that's a U-turn worth making to mm-hmm. be really curious mm-hmm. about yeah. what is right for you. We're talking about turning on a witnessing mind, turning on the consciousness mm-hmm. of yeah, like that's our big skill for today, mm-hmm. and that's for both parties. Yeah, is really look at what you're costing somebody if you are going back and forth. That's a witnessing mind move. Mm-hmm. It's come out of the yeah. internal experience and mm-hmm. try to broaden that lens a little bit. And um, and, and if you're the one who's staying and saying yes over and over again, take a look at yourself and wonder like. What's going on inside of here? What's what's the message? Mm-hmm. What's the story? Um, am I brave enough to break my own heart if I feel like a boundary is being violated here? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, is is there mm-hmm. or is there something else that's mm-hmm. um, that I'm protecting myself from? What is mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Right. So so just to kind of look at this with that curious um, U-turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, this is a hard one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Y'all, I'm loving season five, though. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something different brewing here, and I'm kind of in love with it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week, everyone. Bye-bye. Take care. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at one of our workshops. You'll find our next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you can ask us your questions? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. And here are some gratitudes. Thanks to Al Hoberman, our sound editor and podcast production magic maker. Thanks to every one of you who has joined us for our workshops in the past. We've learned so much from all of you. And thanks to everyone who's reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others to find the show. Take care of each other best you can. See you next time. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, 
and Akilah Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.